0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of Dupuytren's contracture found under the orthopedic section at MedBullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A 60-year-old man presents to his physician for palmar contractures. He reports that his hand appears deformed and denies any pain. His past medical history is significant for alcoholic cirrhosis. Physical exam reveals thickened skin on his palms, contractures of his fourth and fifth fingers bilaterally, and several non-tender palmar nodules. He is counseled on this condition, and he opts to try injected collagenase. Let's continue with an introduction to Dupuytren's contracture. Clinically, this is defined as a benign fibroproliferative disorder characterized by contracture of the palms and palmar nodules conditions that are associated include alcoholic cirrhosis. In terms of the epidemiology, this is seen in males more often than females. Onset is typically after 60 years of age, and patients with northern European descent have a higher risk factor. Other risk factors include increasing age, family history, diabetes, alcohol, and smoking. In terms of the pathogenesis, the exact pathogenesis is unknown, but it may involve oxidative stress, impaired wound healing, and an abnormal immune response, which results in hyperplasia of the palmar fascia. Moving on to the presentation, symptoms may include painless nodules on the palms and contractures that may limit function. Remember that patients often have difficulty wearing gloves or doing household chores like washing dishes or cleaning. On an exam, One may note thickened palmar skin with pitting, dimpling, or scarring, palmar fascial nodules, palmar fascial cords with tight bands, contractures of the fourth and fifth fingers and inability to extend those fingers, and this is commonly bilateral. One can also perform the tabletop test. This is positive if the patient is unable to lay their palm completely flat against a table. When making the diagnosis, remember that most cases are clinically diagnosed. In terms of the differential, make sure to think about trigger finger, with distinguishing factors being that this will present with the painful contracture of the affected digit and clicking or locking of the digit. In terms of treatment, remember that first-line therapies include injected collagenase and or steroids, and the patient and physician decide together which first-line therapy is used. Specific medical options include injected collagenase, which is referred to as enzymatic fasciotomy. This is indicated as a first-line agent to reduce the contracture and restore function in the hands. Another option is injected steroids. This is also indicated as a first-line agent to reduce the contracture and restore function in the hands, although outcomes from this do result in a high recurrence. Operative options include fasciotomy or fasciectomy. This is indicated if the patients are refractory to first-line therapies or if the contracture causes impaired function. Complications related to Dupuytren's contracture include limited function of the affected hands. And lastly, with regards to prognosis, remember that this is typically progressive in severity. 10% of cases will spontaneously resolve, and recurrence is high after treatment. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to Dupuytren's contracture, let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, consider the following clinical scenario. All of the following have been implicated in the pathogenesis of Jupiter's contracture, except which one? And the answer choices are, choice 1, fibroblast growth factor, choice 2, transforming growth factor beta, choice 3, myofibroblast, choice 4, platelet-derived growth factor, or choice 5, CBFA1. The best answer to this question is, choice five, CBFA1. Of the choices listed, only CBFA1 has no known role in the pathogenesis of Dupuytren's contracture. Core binding factor alpha-1, or CBFA1, is an essential transcription factor for osteoblastic differentiation and osteogenesis. Dupuytren's contracture, a disease of the palmar fascia, results in the thickening and shortening of fibrous bands in the hands and fingers. The offending cells are thought to be myofibroblasts and fibroblasts. Growth factors such as basic fibroblast growth factor, platelet-derived growth factor, and transforming growth factor beta may signal the overproduction of the myofibroblasts and or myofibroblastic activity of the fibroblasts. In addition, high levels of TGF-beta may hinder apoptosis of the active myofibroblasts, unlike normal tissue healing. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choices 1 through 4. All of these choices are involved in the pathogenesis of Dupuytren's contracture. That's all for this review about Dupuytren's contracture. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here, on the Med Bullet Step 2 and 3 podcast.